0: It's Monday, March 25th. Welcome to our new podcast, Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. Today, we're diving into all things Mueller Report. We'll give you a recap of the Attorney General's recap, talk about why obstruction of justice is still going to be a thing, and get into some of the reasons we might not see the full report for a good long while. Then, for nearly two years, you've been hearing the name Robert Mueller, we'll take a closer look at the elusive special counsel. Finally, we're highlighting British Prime Minister Theresa May and what the turmoil over Brexit might mean for her. We're here to make your Monday smarter. Let's skim this. Today's episode is presented by H&R Block. Skim This makes your evenings smarter. H&R Block makes your tax season smarter. They decode taxes like we decode the news. And they've got your back, however, you choose to file. The most complicated story of the day, and the past weekend, and the past almost two years is about the special counsel's investigation into whether the Trump campaign colluded with Russia to influence the 2016 election, and into any other matters that might arise. One of the side efforts that became a major focus was whether President Trump tried to obstruct the investigation, for example, by firing FBI Director James Comey. Here's what happened. Last Friday, after 22 months on the job, Special Counsel Robert Mueller turned in his final report to Attorney General of the United States Bill Barr. And then Mueller went out to dinner with his wife and presumably had a great weekend. His boss, on the other hand, got to work. Barr and his team at the Department of Justice spent the weekend skimming Mueller's report. And on Sunday, they sent a four-page summary of Mueller's conclusions to the top members of the House and Senate Judiciary Committees, who then made it public. In his letter, Barr answered three burning questions. One, did Russia try to influence the 2016 presidential election? Mueller says yes, according to Barr. Scary. 26 Russians have been indicted. Two, did the Trump campaign collude with Russia in that effort? Mueller says no, again, according to Barr. On Sunday, President Trump claimed Mueller's report cleared him. There was no collusion with Russia. There was no obstruction and none whatsoever. And it was a complete and total exoneration. Democrats are saying, not so fast. They say that obstruction of justice peace, the third question, is still up for debate. That's what we're going to break down today. First, what does the AG statement about obstruction of justice mean? Second, why Democrats are jumping on this. And third, why Dems are going to have a hard time conducting their own investigation into these claims. Okay, so first, what does the AG statement say about obstruction of justice? So Barr says that Mueller found evidence to support that the president obstructed justice. But he also says that Mueller also found evidence that Trump had not obstructed justice. Um, confusing? Barr quotes the Mueller report in saying that, quote, While this report does not conclude that the president committed a crime, it also does not exonerate him. Pass the buck, toss the hot potato, punt on that. Whatever you want to call it, that's what Mueller basically did here. To the AG, who, as a political appointee, reports directly to the president. Barr and his number two, Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, say that the evidence Mueller gathered in support of obstruction of justice isn't enough for them to prosecute President Trump. But that's not the end of the investigation into whether President Trump tried to obstruct justice to prevent the Russia investigation from going forward. Which brings us to part two. Remember, Mueller wasn't the only one looking into this. Congress is too. House Democrats are investigating the White House for abuses of power, corruption, and obstruction of justice. The top Democrat on the House Judiciary Committee, Jerry Nadler, said this on Sunday. We're gonna press forward with that. And as part of that, we're gonna press forward with trying to, with getting the entire report and the underlying evidence so that we don't have to recreate it. The entire report and the underlying evidence. That means Dems want everything Mueller had, even the stuff that didn't make it into the report. The House already passed a bipartisan resolution calling for the report to be released publicly. The Senate blocked it. Barr himself says he's open to releasing the report with some blackouts. Which brings us to part three, why it could be hard for Dems to conduct their own investigation into these claims. First, Mueller used grand juries to gather records and testimony from witnesses. Federal law keeps that grand jury information under lock and key, even hidden from Congress, unless a judge grants permission. Barr also says that he can't release any information related to ongoing investigations, like the state and federal investigations into President Trump's business deals that Mueller referred to other offices. And some of the information in the report may be classified. Most members of Congress usually aren't allowed to see classified information. So if the House Judiciary Committee wants access, they'll have to negotiate with Barr on that. All of that means that this could turn into a court battle. Democrats trying to get a hold of these documents and of the blackout sections of the Mueller report while the Trump administration fights back. Congressman Nadler also says he wants Attorney General Barr to testify before Congress. So wait for that. So what's the skim? On a national level, we're still getting hourly updates on who knows what about the Mueller report. While Democrats have begun sending out invites for people to testify at their hearings, some Republicans are gearing up for their own fight. And after 22 months of being on the defensive in the Mueller probe, they're going on the offense. Senator Lindsey Graham, the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, says they're going to look into whether the FBI was playing politics by opening up that investigation into the Trump campaign ahead of the 2016 election. A lot of people expected that the Mueller report would have all the answers. But this release, and the way Mueller's conclusions have been made public, is raising a lot more questions. And with just over 19 months left before the next presidential election, it's clear that this report will keep coming up, in Congress, in the White House, and on the 2020 campaign trail. So the man of the hour is Robert Mueller. More on who he is in just a sec. So, clearly, there's a lot going on in the world. You know what else is going on? Taxes. Yep, tax season is in full swing. But FYI, it's not a season that you can just write off. H&R Block can help you face the form so W-2s don't become WTFs. From a little help to all the help. H&R Block makes filing easy. Whether you want to do it yourself or get help from a tax pro, you've got options. Visit H&R Block in person or online today to get started. Since he handed over his report to the DOJ on Friday, everyone's been talking about Robert Mueller like he's some kind of mythical figure that finally emerged from behind a wall of paperwork and secrecy. So today, we're gonna bring you three things to know about Robert Swan Mueller III. Yep, Swan is his middle name. First, who was this guy before he was synonymous with the Russia investigation? Before he became the special counsel, the most impressive bullet on his resume was a head of the FBI. Mueller took over the bureau in 2001, just a week before the 9-11 attacks. Over the next 12 years, he transformed the FBI from a department that just enforced the law to one that gathers intelligence and fights terrorism around the world. Throughout his career, he's had a reputation for being a real stand-up guy on both sides of the aisle. That's the second thing to know about him. When President Obama wanted to extend Mueller's term as FBI director, Congress agreed. The hyper-partisan Senate unanimously confirmed him, 100 to zero. President Trump still says the investigation was a witch hunt, but today he also acknowledged that Mueller acted honorably And Mueller's stellar reputation might actually help President Trump against those who think there's still more to investigate. Which brings us to the question everyone's asking now that the report is finally out. Will we get to hear from Mueller himself? Unclear. Like we said before, Democrats want to read his full report and or hear from Mueller. They don't trust that Attorney General Barr has told them everything. Here's House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff on ABC last month. Well, we will obviously subpoena the report. Uh, We will bring Bob Mueller in to testify before Congress. We will take it to court if necessary. Uh, And in the end, I think the department understands they're gonna have to make this public. But it's not really that cut and dry. The last big investigation like this was Ken Starr's probe into President Clinton back in the 90s. Starr was appointed as an independent counsel by a court of appeals. When he was finished, Congress got his full report, and they decided to make the whole thing public. But you might remember, the whole Starr report was kind of a mess. So when it was over, the DOJ decided to make a new rule. It gives the AG a lot more sway over investigations. And that new rule is why the DOJ is allowed to say that Mueller's report is a confidential report, and why Barr controls how much Congress gets to see. In fact, Ken Starr, the guy from the Clinton investigation, wrote a column for The Atlantic over the weekend. He says Mueller, quote, must remain silent. Somebody you can expect to hear a lot from this week, British Prime Minister Theresa May. That's next. Another person probably wishing she could take an extended vacation, British Prime Minister Theresa May. Over the weekend, hundreds of thousands of Brits marched in the streets of London, calling for a new vote on Brexit, a.k.a the British exit from the European Union. More than 5 million have signed a petition to scrap the plan May's been sweating over since she took office in 2016. Now lawmakers and voters are calling on her to resign. To be clear, this whole thing wasn't even her idea. Back when the UK was first talking divorce from the EU, May campaigned against Brexit. But then voters said, let's leave. The former PM resigned and May ran for his job. Before she took over in 2016, May vowed to make it happen. Brexit means Brexit. The campaign was fought, the vote was held, turnout was high, and the public gave their verdict. There must be no attempts to remain inside the EU. This week is huge for May. The Brexit deadline was originally this Friday. May got an extension from the EU last week to convince Parliament, but only until April 12th. If she can get them to sign on to this deal or another one, the UK gets some time to put their affairs in order. If she doesn't, the EU is showing the UK the door, and May could be left packing it up at 10 Downing Street. Want to learn more about Brexit in the EU and why this whole thing is so controversial? Check out the latest episode of Skim Notes. You can find it on the Skim app. before we go today, we have a fun fact coming to you from Apple. And no, it's not another iPhone. Today, Apple announced it's getting into subscription services for video, gaming, and the news, aka Apple TV channels, Apple Arcade, and Apple News Plus. Apple reportedly spent over $1 billion on the new TV service and their own shows. Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, and Steven Spielberg were all on stage at today's Showtime event. On the news front, CEO Tim Cook says they're launching Apple News+. Plus. Subscribers will get to access content from publishers like The Wall Street Journal, hundreds of magazines, and us. The Skim is one of the outlets being featured as Apple News Plus launches. So if you're a user, check us out. And that's all for Skim This. Thanks for starting your week with us. We're here for you every weeknight at 5. Just make sure you hit subscribe, tell your friends, and leave us a review. If you're looking for more skim to add to your routine, you can download our app to get our newsletter, our calendar, and more exclusive skim content. Like that audio deep dive on what Brexit means for the EU. It's available in your app store.